Well, hey there and happy new year. Welcome back to another episode of the Reshape Your Health podcast. I don't know about you, but I always get so energized and invigorated with the start of a new year. I hope that you had some time to relax and unwind with your family and just enjoy some downtime. I think that we're all needing just a little bit more R&R these days. So this episode comes from a YouTube video and just know that you can always check out my YouTube channel. Just search Dr. Morgan Nolte because sometimes in the audio, you're missing some graphics or pictures. So if this is a topic that really interests you, be sure that you check that video out. And today I'm talking about how to measure your ketones to determine if you're in the fat burning zone. And this was kind of an interesting topic that I got into back in 2020, testing my blood, my blood glucose and my ketones. I think that knowing your numbers is very empowering and sometimes surprising because you might not even realize that you have prediabetes if your blood sugar is between 100 and 125, right? How would you know? if you don't test it. So what I recommend in this video is something called the Keto Mojo device, and you can check that out um, in the description for the video and order that. And I also go over ketones, like what are normal ranges? Because if you're not doing the keto diet or you're not doing a very long fast, you're not gonna see really, really high ketone levels. And that is okay. You don't need super high ketone levels to be in the fat burning zone. And honestly, I think that it's a lot more sustainable when we are in the mild nutritional ketosis zone, and I'm going to explain more about what that is. I hope that you find this episode really interesting and valuable. Let's go ahead and dive in. In this video, you'll learn how to use the Keto Mojo device to test fasting blood glucose and ketone readings. This is important, especially if you're losing weight and trying to prevent diseases like diabetes, because it helps you determine if the strategies that you're consistently or currently using are actually working for you. Knowledge is power. And when I started checking my own readings, I was pretty surprised at how sleep deprivation and stress affected my ketone and glucose readings. So not only will I teach you how to test in this video, I'll give you some guidelines for what levels of glucose and ketones you're looking for to determine if you're in the fat burning zone. And if you aren't, some actionable things you can do to increase your ketone readings to get into the fat burning zone. If you haven't already, please take a moment and subscribe to this channel and turn the bell on to get notified every time I post a new video. And if you like this video and want to see more like it, please be sure that you give it a thumbs up and say hi in the comments. I personally read through all of those comments and do try to respond to everyone. I'm Dr. Morgan Nolte, founder of Weight Loss for Health. In my online program, I teach you exactly how to do one thing, and that's lose weight, keep it off, and prevent disease. I'm very much into the science behind weight loss, and part of that is understanding your blood glucose and ketone levels so that you can make more informed, evidence-based decisions about how you're living your lifestyle. In previous videos, I've covered fasting blood glucose levels. I think it's really important to understand what your fasting blood glucose is so you know if you're in the normal range, the prediabetes range, or if you're in the diabetic range. 
you can check those videos out next. But right now, I want to focus on something that I haven't covered before, and that's ketones. Ketones are simply a byproduct of fat metabolism, and when your ketones are up, that means that your body is tapping into its fat stores for fuel. So the higher your ketones, the more your body is using fat instead of carbohydrates for fuel. The average American eats between 200 and 300 grams of carbs a day. Unless you're an athlete, this is quite frankly way too many carbs and you will not get into ketosis at all when you're eating that many carbs. So the normal ketone levels for most people are going to be under 0.5. Nutritional ketosis is a great goal to shoot for and that's going to be between 0.5 and 1. Ideal levels according to the Keto Mojo company are between 1 and 3. If you're not doing a very low carb lifestyle, and have your stress and sleep dialed in, it's going to be hard for you to get into that zone. So know that if you're at least getting into the 0.5 to 1 range, you're doing pretty well. If you agree and think knowing your numbers is important for your health, type yes in the comments below. Now, the Keto Mojo device has a lot of features that I'm not going to cover in this video because frankly, I don't use them. I only use this device on occasion to check my fasting glucose and my fasting ketone readings. So here's a video showing you how I use the Keto Mojo device to check my fasting blood glucose and ketone readings. I have been fasting for since six o'clock last night and it's 11, so about 17 hours. I got a decent night of sleep last night. Let's go ahead and inject this one. So I'm kind of excited to see where my glucose readings fall today. So we've already prepared the Lancet earlier, right? We do need to get a fresh blood glucose strip and a fresh ketone strip. So here's our blue one for the ketones. It does not matter which one you test first. And here's a brown one for our glucose. Normal glucose readings, again, are between 70 and 99. Prediabetes is in the 100 to 125 range. Diabetes is two separate readings of 126 or higher, and those are fasting numbers. So give yourself, I'd say, a good 12-hour fast with nothing but water. Now, as a caveat here, I have had some half and half and coffee this morning. So those could reduce my ketone readings a little bit. Let's prepare our Lancet again. I'm on number five. So you load it here. You're gonna kind of cock it back. And then we, this is the release button. So just to show you how this works. There we go. You're gonna press it just like that. You heard that click. So we're gonna pull. It clicked into place. I'm gonna do the side of my finger. And you just rest it. I do press down a little bit, just to, for a little bit more pressure. And then we're gonna press this little release button here. Poke. And then it said to gently massage the finger. So there's a nice little, little drop of blood and we're gonna test gluc glucose first, okay? The brown one. 
we're going to insert it into my meter. Okay, and then just touch it to the blood. And it counts down from five. So 76, pretty good. Now we're going to eject that one. And I should still have enough blood here. I'm going to increase, or excuse me, um, insert the ketone one right here. And it lit up there. It beeped, that means it's ready. So we're gonna just prick the finger. And it should count back from five, excuse me, nine. There you go. Okay, 0.3, that's not as high as I would like to see it. 0.4 and under is normal, but nutritional ketosis is really about 0.5 to, I don't think, I think one. So that's a little disappointing to me that my ketones aren't higher than that. You may be surprised to learn that your ketone readings are not as high as you want them to be. So I'm going to give you a few tips here for increasing your ketones and reducing the level of fasting blood glucose so you can become more metabolically flexible and use your fat for fuel. The first thing that I recommend is adopting a lower carbohydrate lifestyle. If you're eating a lot of foods that are high in refined and processed starches and sugars, those would be the first place to optimize. I want you to replace those foods with foods that are higher in protein, healthy fats, and fiber. If you need more food ideas, be sure that you download my ultimate food guide at weightlossforhealth.com forward slash ultimate food guide. The next thing that I suggest is incorporating intermittent fasting into your lifestyle. Your body works on a first in first out basis. So if you eat a banana, your body is going to burn that banana first before it taps into your short-term energy storage of glycogen, and it uses that really before it taps into your longer form of energy storage, which is fat. And that's where we want to get. We want to start burning our fat for fuel. And again, once you start burning your fat for fuel, a byproduct of that fat metabolism is ketones. That's why measuring your ketones is a really interesting piece of information to see if you're in the fat burning zone. So after adopting a lower carb diet and using intermittent fasting, which I talk more about in these videos that you can check out next, you really need to dial in your sleep and your stress. Nothing will throw my ketone readings off more than a bad night of sleep or a stressful day. That's because when you're stressed, your cortisol or stress hormone will go up. And when your cortisol is up, your insulin and blood glucose will be up. And it will be harder to tap into your fat stores when your blood glucose is high. Many people think that weight loss is just about calories in or calories out or they only focus on their diet and exercise. And I really have to remind people that if you want to lose weight and keep it off, you have to have a more holistic view of your lifestyle. 
and recognize that sleep management and stress are just as important as nutrition and exercise because they affect your hormones too. I hope you found this video helpful and informative. And if you did, I know you'd really like my free masterclass about how to lower your insulin resistance and inflammation. And you can download that at weightlossforhealth.com forward slash masterclass. Thank you so much for watching this video. It means a lot to me. Please give it a thumbs up, subscribe to my channel, share it with your friends, and turn the bell on to get notified each week when I post a new video. I hope you found this one really interesting. Next week, we're going to dive into what to do when your ketones are lower than expected. I know for myself, sometimes I'll do a longer fast and expect to see higher ketone readings that I'm getting. And that can be kind of frustrating because you're like, I just fasted for 18 hours and my ketones are only 0.3. What the heck is going on here? So next week is a troubleshooting episode to help you get even more clarity about what you can do, what you can tweak to increase your ketones and get further in the fat burning zone. I'll talk to you then, same time, same place next week. Bye for now.